Hey, it's episode five of the Popecast, and let's get right into it. As always, recorded in one take for maximum easiness for me, your host, Ian Pope. There has been no editing. There will be several mistakes that I will not edit out, but we are essentially live right now. Even though I could do this intro as many times as I wanted to guarantee that I get it right, I'm a professional, and I'm getting it right right now. Yeah, we are doing it. That was a flawless intro. The rundown today of topics, we've got a new sponsorship on the Popecast, which I'm excited to reveal. I will reveal at the end, I suppose, but a big corporate name that you have heard of here in the Des Moines area, sponsoring the Popecast. Um, This topic, this next topic, piqued my interest last week um, when I was listening to the Murph and Andy show, and they said that somebody took off their red shirt. Um, The literal nature of this made me want to dive in and see where the term red shirt came from. So I found out it's disappointing. You're not going to like it. I'm not happy about it, um, but I will get into that here in a few minutes, the origin of the word red shirt. Uh, the The next item is a public health, public health PSA. Guys, we cannot stand up to pee in our own house. You shouldn't do it. Sit down to pee, guys, and I'm going to tell you why. Third item up, um, popcorn is a young man's game. Popcorn is too risky for anyone, let's say, 30 and over. Don't eat popcorn. Way too risky. I'll tell you why. Um, The next two items are kind of the meat and potatoes of the episode. This next item is the phrase that I say at family gatherings when politics come up and maybe there is an outspoken conservative member there, maybe there is an annoying outspoken liberal member there, and this is the truth, the single line of truth that I speak about our president which shuts everybody down equally so we can return back to civil conversation. So you're going to want to listen to this. It's offensive to everyone, and I love it. Um, The last item is... um, I guess you would say that it's risky. I have ranked all of the human races. Um, I've ranked them all. So for better or worse, I've done that. And that's that. Um, We have five five five-star reviews on iTunes right now. Super exciting. If my math is correct, that is 25 stars in total. That's a lot. Um, More than most generals have In their lifetime, I believe, I think that uh, we have reached some sort of a rank above general with your 25 stars. One of these reviews uh, says, I've listened to a lot of podcasts by other Ians, and this is by far the best. So that's impressive. That's great. Um, I'll have to listen to some of these other Ian podcasts to see what these other Ians are up to. Um, Frankly, I've never met another Ian in my life that I like. Uh, Most Ians... Um, just have a certain, certain, certain dust of douche on them, um, which I don't like. And also I like to pretend like I'm just the only Ian. And so when I meet another one, I feel less special and that's really what it's all about. Um, so thanks for that five-star review there. Fan of the Pope podcast wrote that. This next one was written by a Zoo Pass member. Um, who was a little upset about the episode last week where I took some shots at our lovely Blank Park Zoo. Um, Zoo Pass member who wrote this said, Hey, the zoo is off limits. 
Um, nothing is off limits here on the Popecast. First and foremost, ZooPass member. Um, I am also a ZooPass member, and as such, as a lover of all things Des Moines, um, of all things Zoo, um, it's my duty to kind of you know take off the kid gloves sometimes and tell it how it is. And uh, last week, I, um, it was it was episode four. I really went in on the zoo a little bit. And thank you for listening. Thank you for that five star review. So let's get right back into the rundown here. The origin of the word red shirt. Um, they were talking about this on the Murph and Andy show last week. They said that someone took off their red shirt and it was a very literal way in which they said it and it got me thinking where did this phrase come from um all all iowans i'm calling on you to stop using the term red shirt because as i've learned it is a university of nebraska phrase it was uh came about it looks like here reading the wiki 1937 a University of Nebraska football player named Warren Olfson was asked to practice but not play and simply wore a Nebraska red shirt with no number. So, um, screw Nebraska. Um, we can all sort of agree on that here as Iowans, Iowa fans, Iowa State fans. That's the one thing we have in common. Um, the term red shirt is a Nebraska phrase and we should abandon it. Let's find a new phrase for our teams um, to use here in Iowa. So, screw you, Nebraska. The etymology and origin of the term red shirt. Um, we've done that topic. We can cross that off the list. Second up, popcorn is way too risky, guys. If you're an adult and you value your health, maybe you value a delicious snack as well, so you think, hey, I would like to eat some popcorn. But... There's just way too much at stake these days with our mouth health. You can get a, one of those little slivers of popcorn stuck in your tooth. It'll ruin the rest of your day. I've got one in my mouth right now from a bowl of popcorn I had yesterday while watching Casper the Friendly Ghost. And now I have a not-too-friendly, yet invisible to the naked eye, piece of popcorn wedged up there between my teeth. And I'm not too happy about it. We all know somebody that's bitten into a kernel, broken a tooth. Is that worth it? Gosh, I don't think so. Popcorn is good, but it's not great. Uh, we can do we can do better without risking our mouth health. Yeah, that's a health PSA. The next one is a health PSA too. Um, serious business, guys. If you're standing up to pee at home, you are helping to produce this like cloud, this fog of pee vapor, which just rises up and sprays all over the area around your toilet. I noticed this because we have a window next to our toilet, and if the sun is shining in at the right angle, it illuminates this pee vapor if you're standing to pee. So, don't be gross. Sit down to pee. Enjoy the sit, and um, that's all I've got to say about that. We know we obviously stand up to pee when we're out and about at the bars or whatnot, whatever we're doing, restaurants, maybe Home Depot, Bed Bath & Beyond if we have enough time. Um, my butt has never touched a public toilet seat for what it's worth. I feel like you guys should all know that. I'm a hoverer. If a situation arises that I can't make it home, which, which, which happens, sadly. But in those instances, I hang on to the side rail and I just kind of lean back. Because I can wash my hands quickly afterwards. But those toilet seats in there, people are peeing all over them. Nobody has any respect for a public toilet. 
don't touch your butt to that and then shove that butt back in your pants and then you're just riding around with other people's pee, goo, butt juice on your butt the rest of the day. Disgusting. All right, off that soapbox. I've kind of always been a germaphobe, even even pre-COVID, um, a little bit, especially about bathrooms. Bathrooms are gross. Um, okay. The next one here is the phrase that I say at family holidays, family gatherings. Typically, I say it because there is an annoying conservative um, cousin who still lives in his mom's basement, for example, and has all the answers. And his main accusation is that liberals are snowflakes and this PC culture is ruining the world. Um, I kind of agree with the fact that the uh, that the PC thing has gone too far in a lot of ways. So, I say this phrase, it shuts everyone down. He likes it um, because it's not PC, and the liberal members that are present don't like it because, um, well, you'll, you'll hear right now, the phrase that I throw out to shut all this to- talk down is, Trump is as queer as a $3 bill. And this is a no homo phrase. $3 bill, um, queer as a $3 bill, simply means completely and obviously fake or false, not genuine or authentic in the slightest. So if that's not the perfect definition, I don't know what is. That um, All that he hears, though, is the word queer, and he's like, ah, queer, and he doesn't think about what the meaning of the word actually is. Unfortunately, the liberals hear the same thing. All they hear is that Q word, and they're immediately thinking, wait, this is a problematic word, not thinking about the actual definition of what I'm saying. So it's insulting to the president, and it is, um, it's a fact Um, based on the definition, but nobody likes it because everybody just hears the part of it that they want to hear. And in my mind, that's what makes it perfect. So try that at your next family gathering. Trump is as queer as a $3 bill. Throw it out if you need to shut down um, any sort of political talk. People generally respond with stunned silence when you say this, um, at least in my experience, which which uh, which is awesome. I love it. Um, anyway, that is it. Trump is as queer as a $3 bill. Let me know how that works for you at your next uh, family gatherings if you have the occurrence to throw that one out. Very fun. The last item on the list is kind of risky in this day and age um, to do, but I've done it because I'm brave and stupid. Um, I've ranked the races, guys. The number one ranked race in the Popecast race rankings are Hispanics. This is a no-brainer. This they it's quite quite obviously the number one race. We have so much so much positive things going on here. Generally nice, welcoming people in my experience, friendly, kind, big hearts, great smiles, love to laugh. Um, and then we get into um, food obviously goes without saying, great beer, tequila. Um, But I'm talking about the people here and just the kindest people I've ever met in my life over my experience welcome you into their homes. Um, Some of my best friends from high school, guys that I will know for the rest of my life. Um, uh, So shout out out to all my Hispanic friends. 
um, out there. I've this is a little anecdote, a sidebar that I wasn't going to throw in there. But when I first met my two friends, Pedro and Alex Ramirez, freshman year, um, both of their last names were Ramirez. They both kind of have the Hispanic look about them. And I was like, oh, wow, nice to meet you guys. You're both Ramirez's. Are you brothers? And I meant this in an innocent, nice way. And they both punched me in the stomach at the same time and said, we're not all related, MFR. And that was awesome. We've been we've been best friends ever since. Um, I love those guys. And uh, number one ranked people are Hispanics, hands down. La- I'm going to jump down to the bottom of the list now. Last ranked people, quite simply, white folks. Um, that kind of goes without saying. And it's a fairly easy thing to say in modern times. But I am a white person. I know them. I've got family members that are white. Um, I know them. I know myself pretty well. And it's kind of a no-brainer. You dive into the history of things. If you, re- if you really want to solidify the case, last-ranked people are the whites. Um, and my cop-out ranking here is in the middle. Um, all the other races go in the middle of the rankings. Um, that's a cop-out. But also, I'm a white guy who was born and raised in Iowa. And my sample size of these other races is fairly small. So I'm going to go ahead and lump them in the middle. Oh, also, Bosnians, I'm lumping you guys in with the whites. Last place. Congratulations. That's that. I've done it. I've ranked the races. Um, bold move. The Popecast will take chances, guys. We're doing it. Um, our Come and Go sponsorship here, the copy from Come and Go. If you are young, dumb, and full of Come and Go roller grill hot dogs, we thank you for your business. If you are young, dumb, and would like to be full of come-and-go roller grill hot dogs, stop in seven days a week. Cheap food, cheap prices, come and go. All right, this has been the Popecast. Thanks so much for listening. I am your host, Ian Pope. Talk to you next time.